Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to go all across, well, only one place in college football for the weekend. Touch a little bit on NFL, go in on the NFL, have a dole of the week, and upon further review, and upon further review, Ray Carruth. That's going to be the man in the focus. But for right now, headlines, please. Dateline College Football. Now Clemson impressed over Louisville. Notre Dame state the claim to the playoff with their win over Northwestern. Michigan is going to sneak into the college football playoff with their not-so-convincing but solid victory over Penn State. But the talk was back on Rouge, where we saw a familiar script in Alabama ruling the Roos over LSU 29-0. Tua Tagovailoa still proves that he's going to be the Heisman Trophy winner. The defense stepped up. And people who thought that this was a softer, gentler version of the Tide got a wake-up call Saturday night. Dateline New York City! A lucrative deal was struck between a professional league and a gambling source? The NHL formed a partnership with the MGM Casino Company. The commissioner, Gary Bittman, had this to say about the lucrative partnership. Quote, the new sports betting landscape presents a unique opportunity for fan engagement, utilizing technology and data that are exclusive to our league. Fan engagement, technological advancement and innovation are paramount to our progressive approach and will be at the forefront of everything we do. Close quote. Dateline Los Angeles. The Dodgers, the Rams, the Clippers, the Kings, and even the Galaxy got in on an historic day. Now, what am I talking about? Well, on October 28th, 2018, a city host, not one, not two, not three, but four. And if you, of course, add the Galaxy five. Professional sporting events in the same day. Dateline, New York City. Again. So in Sunday night's NFL tilt on NBC between the Green Bay Packers and New England Patriots, of course, the centerpiece promotion goes to Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Now, now these two quarterbacks haven't faced off since 2014, and they've only faced off once. So they get to face off again, and of course, that's the spectacular feature. The hype, though, is the commercial. So Michael Jordan was featured, which is rare that you ever see his face or darn anything on the TV screen these days. But, of course, Gen X, as you all know, he was all over the TV screen in the late 80s and early and mid-90s. But Jordan basically in a commercial said, if you want to have the argument of who's the greatest of all time settled, you do it on the field. Well, the Lakers' LeBron James had to take the Twitter, and he tweeted the following. Quote, I'm ready. Oh, my bad. I I thought maybe you were, um, never mind. Back to my regular schedule program. Close quote. Son, you 34. Jordan's 55. Of course you want to take him on the court now. Dateline Doha. Cutter? Let me talk to you about this athlete that we overlook. Her name is Simone Biles. And yet we saw her two years ago dazzling in Brazil, and she became the first U.S. gymnast to win gold and the Olympics in the all-around competition. 
Well, she ain't stopping. In fact, in this competition, where she was flawed, by the way, she easily won not her first, not her second, not her third, but her fourth all-around championship in gymnastics. And buoyed by this achievement is the fact that we're seeing the greatest of all time, and we can actually say this about her, the greatest of all time showing her skill set. And it looks like she's showing no signs of slowing down, preparing for the 2020 Olympics. Now, I had a conversation with a fellow VIP, Marcus Castro, brother, your knowledge of, of sports is awesome. We had a really good conversation. He brought up a good name. Now, he talked about Mary Lou Retton, but I, I was like, nah. Now, Mary Lou was great in the vault, but all around, she wasn't as good. But Nadia Komenich to me is the most graceful gymnast I ever saw. And I would, and I said to him, and I'll say to you, VIP, she would probably be the one that would give Simone a run for her money. But Simone, along with the grace that you normally have with gymnastics has such a power and an athleticism that you don't see men or women. You don't really see that type of combination. You don't see that type of nation. You don't see that type of combination of grace with speed, with power, with agility, with athleticism. You don't see that. That's that's something that you don't really see. And with Simone, you see it. And it's time for us to give her her props. Dateline Los Angeles. Again. Game 5 World Series, Dodgers versus Red Sox. Well, it ended with a 4-1 thud for the Dodgers. But for the Red Sox, it ended in spectacular fashion because they won their fourth championship in 15 years. Now, now here is the streak that the Red Sox completed in the playoffs. They beat the Yankees 3-1 in the ALDS. They beat the Astros 4-1 in the ALCS. And then they beat the Dodgers 4-1 in the, in the World Series. Ten victories, three defeats. They only lost one game in each round they played in. But what troubles me is they decided that even though it is on them, the spotlight, meaning they decided to crank up the boombox and play the following song. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York Email Boston Red Sox Such a good email Scoreboard Body of email Why are you concerned about your rival? You already destroyed them. Oh, you're trying to get back at them by having New York Yankees fans say, but we got 27 rings. Well, you know what I say about that to them or to any sporting fan of a historically successful franchise? Janet Jackson sang a beautiful song about it. It's called what have you done for me lately? Because those rings that collect dust don't mean a thing in today's landscape of sports. So the 27 ring stuff can go take a hike. You just flashed a 2018 ring that you now earned. And that should keep it classy. Cole Johnson. Cold Sports. Cold Sports. With a Z. Dot com. Dateline Cleveland. Mr. Remember Me Shots is back. Well, I mean, he's been on the sidelines. He's been the defensive coordinator, just like he was for the Saints at the time. But yes, the man that brought forth Bounty Gate 
is now going to be the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Oh, <laughs> let me rewind. So Hugh Jackson, who supposedly was doing wonderful things, turning around a moribund franchise, got the boot after the 26-12 butt whooping they took in Heinz Field. So all talk was that the offensive coordinator, Todd Haley, was going to assume the interim head coach label, but he too got the boot. And so that left them with the defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, to assume the head coach or interim head coach spot. Understandable considering that the Browns are number one in takeaways. Thrilling stuff. Dateline San Francisco. No, 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 no. Dateline inside the clatterer. So the 49ers beat the Oakland Raiders 34-3. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. This just in to the Cold Sports News Desk. Derek Rose turned back the clock and played like his 2011 MVP self with a 50-point performance and a 128-125 victory at home in Minneapolis because he plays with the Timberwolves over the Utah Jazz. But what was most exciting was that he blocked the potential game-tying three to send the game to overtime, and it sent him into an emotional happiness that just boiled over. Now, about his performance that night, he had this to say. Quote, I played my heart out. My teammates told me before the game, just play my game. And tonight was a of a night. Close quote. Yeah, it was. It was. And let me say this to you, man, because I've I have said this often in all circles that have heard me. I miss the 2011 Derrick Rose. I miss that player. I miss the 6'2 guy that dunked like a power forward. I I miss the guy who was beginning to learn how to merge his athletic self with being a point guard. I I miss the confidence that that you had, man, when you got on the court and you just did your thing. And we got a chance to see it October 31st. It was beautiful. We miss you, man. This is the Derrick Rose that we want to see. And we've missed him. And shout out to my boy, Roll Boy, at Turned Up Row on Twitter. My boy, D Murph, at It's D Murph. My boy, Baylor the Great, for having a conversation only a few days before this performance. Because I can tell you from those three brothers and myself, we miss seeing that Derrick Rose. And we got a chance to see it Wednesday night. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Derek, because you provided for me one of the greatest moments of 2018. I hope that you can keep this up, man. Maybe not score 50 points every game, but that confidence that you can do anything that you want to do in the court like you felt when you were 22 years old, just wreck and shop as the Bulls point guard. We hopefully are seeing that return in you, man. This has been a special report from Cold Sports. Now, back to the regular schedule programming already in progress. Bruton is royally ruining this team. That's all you need to know about this game. Later, we award the dolt of the week to, uh, well, I don't know what team he's on now. Upon further review, Ray Carruth, come on down. But immediately following the break, oh, I'm about to go Have you
Have you joined Cole Sports with a Z on Instagram? What's wrong with you? Because I ask questions of the day like this one. Does LSU stand a chance in beating Alabama? VIP Big underscore Castro had this to say about that. Quote, I honestly feel that they do. They know what's at stake if they lose here. Bama can still lose this and win the remaining games and still play for the national championship. Definitely more pressure on the Tigers if they don't. Close quote. Now, if you want to respond like that to a question, because I do questions of the day on Instagram exclusively there, just go to Instagram.com forward slash Cold Sports with a Z and you'll receive the question of the day every single day. And if the answer is as good as Big Underscore Castro's, it'll be read on this show. So come along, join me on Instagram. Question of the day, Cold Sports with a Z. Welcome back, coaches and co-sport. There's certain things that just get my goat. I'm, I'm really upset here when this story came into my purview. Now, this show has been in existence almost three years, and so you all know how I stand and where I stand when it comes to concussions in the NFL. Well, here we go again with this. I, I'm just going to get right to it because I just have to go the shield the professional league that promotes football and performs football on a professional level is a slick savvy and in this case too cruel entity now we can celebrate the fact that the nfl has bounced back from a bad 2017 in the ratings they bounce back and the ratings are better. And of course, why wouldn't they be better? Better quarterback play, more offense, which of course is going to drag a casual fan in to watch any product. I don't care what it is. And overtime games. I mean, this past week was the first one where we didn't have an overtime game. But the first seven weeks, there were one. Or some, even. But there were at least one. So the NFL should be happy. And then on top of that, the national anthem slash systemic oppression brouhaha that got the President of the United States to comment on the league. All of that has been distant memory in thought, in process, in progress, and in, in action. Because we haven't heard anything from the league about that in almost six months. So the NFL could not be better as they march forward in the future toward their 100th anniversary, which is going to happen in two years time. The league couldn't be better. The league couldn't be more lucrative. The league couldn't be more profitable. They're making more money. They're they're surviving a move from one from one city to the, to another of a franchise that is storied and troubled at the same time. They now have NFL in Los Angeles again. So now the Super Bowl can return to Southern California. Everything is pointing up in the NFL. It can't get any better or any rosier than that, right? You're right. It can't, but they still are a monster. Enter this. 
Now, I've talked about how the NFL just scratched, they just, now I've talked about the NFL just scratches checks to basically, I hate to say it, shut up anybody who's played in the NFL and got damaged in the head. You know, here's, here's money. Here's a good chunk sum of money. Have at it. Spend it however you like. We just don't want you to sue us any longer. But there is now another caveat to this fight. Say hello to Ralph Goldsmith. I mean, say hello to Ralph Goldston. Now he, if you don't know his name, many of us don't. Most of us really don't. He's one of the first black players in the NFL. And he played for the Eagles. And he played back in, I believe, 1952. And unfortunately, during his retirement, Alzheimer's attacked him and settled into him. You know, similar to what you've seen in other athletes. Well, of course, he joined in on the lawsuit against the NFL about protection. And earlier, well, and in October, just last month, they they learned that they, they've been awarded a settlement of $160,000. Now, you would think, well, this is great. This is wonderful. I'm excited. The NFL is seeing they're wrong and they're writing it. However, the, however, the family... When all things were said and done, was settled, they received $740 due to legal fees, due to other deductions, due to, quote, holdbacks. Close quote. And of course, you know, uh, any any NFL player, even if they retire now, you already know that they have probably medical bills stacked up from one floor to another. Triple, especially a player who played 60 and 70 years ago. I mean, they didn't really know all the dangers of collision (laughs) that it would take them. I mean, they didn't really know the the toll collisions would take on a human being because we've heard players often say it's like going through a car wreck, recovering after every Monday, which is understandable because, I mean, these players at least are on the field 70 plays. Well, your body is bound to feel like it's been battered around like you were in an accident. And Goldsmith is not a special case. This is seemingly how the NFL gets down when it comes to settling concussion issues or lawsuits. Craig Mitnick. Now, he's a lawyer who has, well, not himself, but his firm, has represented over a thousand players in this same scenario. And he talks about how the NFL is so powerful and how they take advantage of the player in terms of what they know legally and what they don't. And this is what he had to say about the whole concussion settlement issue when it comes to all things legal. Quote, These players don't know what they're getting into. The settlement is not what we thought it was. Close quote. Another attorney, Michigan's Jim Acho. And he's represented three dozen retired players himself. And he talked about how his clients have been stunned by the holdbacks and all other deductions. And he's, of course, called these holdbacks, quote, patently unfair. 
Close quote, and I tend to agree with him on that. Quote, patently unfair. Close quote, and I tend to agree with him. Now, he also went on to say, too, that it, quote, eviscerates a big chunk of the payment. When it really hits home for them is when when you are sent the breakdown of the payout by the claims administrator. They are punched in the gut. Close quote. That's not how you're supposed to get down. You're supposed to protect these players. You're not protecting them, but you're protecting something. All right. You're protecting that wallet. Later, Ray Carruth steps into the upon for the review box. But coming up next, the adult of the week. You've tuned into the classiest sports show on the planet. Cole Sports! From the vault, a look back at a key moment in sports history. November 4th, 1987. After a lucrative 1983, 84, 85, and 86, the NBA decided to spread their wings and expand from 23 to 27 teams. The cities of Charlotte, Orlando, Minneapolis, and Miami were awarded the franchises. Charlotte and Miami would start play in 1988. Minneapolis and Orlando started play in 1989. And of course, the teams became the Hornets, the Heat, the Magic, and the Timberwolves. From the Vault, brought to you by Cole Sports. Cole Sports. Cole Johnson here. Cut the music off. Dalt of the week. Dalt of the week. Sponsored by nobody, but we're still going to give it to you straight. With no chaser. The winner of this episode's Dalt of the Week is... Bay Packers wide receiver and running back Ty Montgomery. What? Oh, I'm so sorry. Baltimore Ravens running back and wide receiver Ty Montgomery. Why does he get this award? This one is really easy. So the Packers are playing the Rams out in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. The Rams just kicked the field goal to go up by two, 29-27, over the Packers with under two minutes to go in the game. So all the Packers had to do because they were receiving kickoff was if the if the ball went to the end zone, kneel the ball in the end zone, let number 12, Aaron Rodgers, take over, and then cross your fingers and hoping that he can drive the team down the field to give Crosby an opportunity to kick a field goal to win the game for the Packers on the road. That all seems really easy to execute, right? 
not to Mr. Montgomery, who felt the need to do something. Now, he was feeling slighted for some reason earlier in the game. They felt that he needed to, he felt that he needed to get something going. He needed to get a spark for the team. So it was reported that the coaching staff told Montgomery, if the ball goes into the end zone, when you field the kickoff, kneel. Don't take the ball out, kneel. Now, Montgomery has not, now Montgomery is not a rookie in this thing. He's been in the league a few years, so he he knows that, well, I can shine, but if the moment presents itself to not really shine, but the whole team does, and I have a part to play in it, and my part is to somewhat sacrifice what I do in order for the greater good to happen, then I'll sacrifice. He's of the age now where he can make that decision. But no, kickoff happens. He gets the kickoff about a few yards deep in the end zone. He takes out the kick. He runs up the middle to a horde of rams. And then <coughs> he coughs the ball up. The rams are covered. They get in 50 formation. They kneel. They win the game 29-27. So Montgomery sort of is like scratching his heads, wondering why 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 his teammates were acting the way they were toward him after the game. Son. Son. You made a mistake that cost a team a game on the road against a previously undefeated team who at this current moment still is undefeated. And that you have possibly the most, most talented quarterback in NFL history on your squad that could move the ball on that team, which did all game long. And you deny him the opportunity to do so. Of course, you're going to get the, what the heck is wrong with him vibe from the whole organization, players, coaches, head coach, probably front office too. Oh, and speaking of the front office, obviously they felt that vibe because they shipped you off to Baltimore. And I guess you're taking the tact of, well, I did what I had to do, and I, I guess I got to embrace a new, a new scenario. When you said, quote, I've never spent any time in Maryland before. We are in Maryland, right? This whole part of the country kind of throws me for a loop. I I don't know if I'm in Virginia or what. Close quote. (laughs) Son. Son, to... To, to quote a VIP and, and one of my dearest friends, and I love when she says this because it's so true, quote, shutting up is free. Close quote. Why, son? Why? You talked your way out of Green Bay. Now you're about to talk your way out of Baltimore before you can even set foot and play? Baltimore's never been in Virginia. <laughs> it's always been in Maryland. <sighs> anyway, embrace your quarterback, Joe Flacco, because obviously he's excited about your arrival. Quote, he's one of those guys who can do a variety of things. We'll see what he can do this week. We'll see what we can do in practice this week, how he progresses, and we'll get to see a little bit of the and we'll get to see a little quote quote he's one of those guys who could do a variety of things we'll see what we can do this week in practice how he progresses and we'll get to see a little bit about what he's made of close and personal close quote 
Well, I'm so glad that you're now in a situation where you get to, I guess you could say, make a first impression again. Because if it were how the Packers talked about you, it seems that they would probably say, well, we know what he's made of. I get mine. Forget yours. Oh, man. Ty, why, son? All you had to do was kneel. That's all you had to do. Just kneel in the end zone. You probably would have helped the team win the game. And, and, and you would still be in Green Bay. You'd be heralded as one of the heroes because you didn't get in the way of winning the game for the, for the Packers. But your gaff and your selfishness brought you from one place to another where you don't know if you're playing in Baltimore, Maryland or Baltimore, Virginia. And to help you out, Virginia is roughly an hour south of Baltimore. All you have to do is go on I-95, drive south. You get to a city in Virginia probably a little under an hour. That should help you out. And if not, ask all of the Marylanders that will be around you. They will proudly help you out. Until then, Keep that trap shut. Sucker. When I come back, Ray Carruth. That's right. He is the subject of a poem for the review, which is next. Coming in three months, Cole Sports proudly presents the VIP Honors. Thank you, VIP. up in the next installment of Cole Sports Week 11 of the college football landscape will be upon us. Week 10 in the NFL we'll of course talk about that as well go in on the subject go upon further review somewhere and of course award the of the week and we'll have another from the vault we do it that way because we do it big here at Cole Sports that's how we go that's how we roll that is though for next week for this week though we're not done. But unfortunately, someone in, in showing responsibility is done in a certain aspect. Now, about a couple of weeks back, we had a famous, sorry, infamous athlete go to jail on one of the most ridiculously fantastical cases that we have heard in quite some time. He's out. But I think he will probably rue the day that he is out. Ray Carruth, come on down. We're about to put you in upon further review.
former Carolina Panther wide receiver Ray Ruth gets out of a North Carolina jail and it's all supposedly good. Except it's not because we are all so constantly reminded of what he did now almost 20 years ago. Now this athlete was supposedly on the way up. He received the dream that we all do. We dream of being in an NFL or NBA or NHL or Major League Baseball. We get a chance to play on a professional level. Many of us dream that. A little less than 5% of us receive that dream and make it come true. Well, Caruth was one of those guys. But then something absolutely hilarious and scary happened. And I say hilarious and scary because when you think about all of the details to this, (laughs) you laugh and you want to punch him at the same time. So there was this news of Caruth vanishing or disappearing for whatever reason we didn't know at the time. And then we hear that authorities are looking for him. And I mean arresting looking for him. A warrant was placed for his arrest and we were like, what the heck? Why? And then authorities found Caruth in the trunk of a car. That's how he got arrested. And then aspects of why he was being arrested started to circulate. Enter ex-girlfriend and baby mama, Sharika Adams. So she gave the good news to Ray that she was pregnant. And I think they were on the outs at the time or they were about to be on the outs. Well, Caruth didn't want to have a baby. He didn't want to pay the child support payments. He must have seen into the future and saw things such as what Derek Fisher pays in upwards of $109,000 in child support money but I digress Karut didn't want to pay child support and so I, I believe he asked for Sharika to abort the baby she didn't she wasn't going to and so then Karuth Hires a hitman. Yes. This is straight from a lifetime movie. Hired a hitman to go to where Sharika was to kill her and the yet to be born baby. He did a hatchet job on Sharika to the point where she was fighting for her life. Well, the EMTs got to her. They put her into the hospital. They saved her enough to where she could deliver her son, Chancellor, who was born a few months earlier. Born a few months early. So he was premature as he came out of Sharika's womb. Sharika poured out too much blood and she unfortunately died. That little bundle of joy, Chancellor, survived. However, he survived with the cost. You see, now Chancellor stays with his grandmother, Sharika's mother, Sandra Adams. And every time I I, I think about the story, I think about Sandra and I think about Chancellor, too. Where where I am so torn up because Sharika is the only child Sandra had. And so any remnants of Sharika is in Chancellor for Sandra. Earlier this year, roughly six months ago, Caruth said that he wanted to 
get custody of his son now 19 and that that's his boy and he wants to take care of him well I guess the outrage must have gotten back to him in jail because he recanted that statement roughly a week later but all all point but all signs of him being rehabilitated seemingly have been what has embraced Ray's story coming out of jail Tefans is an attorney who handled the Caruth appeal in Gordon Wildenhouse quote I think Ray will acclimate pretty easily he's a very engaging individual he's intelligent I, I think he'll find a way to integrate himself back into society I think it's difficult any time for anyone who has been in prison any significant amount of time and then they're released and try to find employment, find housing, make friends and try to be accepted within a community. I think Ray has a good attitude. He's taking care of himself while he was in prison. And I, I think and hope he will find a way to make it in the real world. Close quote. Now, Ray did on Charlotte TV did issue a public apology. Quote, I'm apologizing for the loss of her daughter. I'm apologizing for the impairment of my son. I feel responsible for everything that happened. Now, I just want her to know that I am truly sorry for everything. I promise to leave them be, which I now see is in everyone's best interest. Close quote. The herd is Sandra Adams. I'm all for second chances. I'm all for forgiveness. In this case, though, such a heinous act that he cannot take back ever. Kill the life and ruin another. And I'm, I'm sure Chancellor will grow to be a wonderful man. He already has grown to be an amazing one. Just with how he has survived everything now. And hopefully he doesn't receive this in him because that type of poison can ruin anybody. But I know his grandmother has to think this way. Every single day of her life. And physically every single day in Chancellor's. They both in different ways are reminded of the fact. That almost 20 years ago. This man. Did not want to have anything to do. With that family With his son And thought that his way out Was to kill The mother of his child I don't really want to think about Ray As much as I, I want to think about Chancellor That I am sorry that Ray decided That he didn't want his son bad enough To where he wanted to kill him But I'm so glad that there is a Chancellor Adams on his earth because he constantly reminds me that the greatness in a in human being doesn't have to look like a chiseled athlete. He could be someone that others would probably clown and say that he's deformed because he does have cerebral palsy. 
but I am not going to be in that. I look at Chancellor and I see a strong young man who went through a lot before he even got on this earth. He took that, shrugged that off, and he's still living life. Through that tragedy, there's still beauty. And when I see Chancellor, that's what I see most of all. So I'm glad that Ray is not going to have Chancellor in his life. And I'm glad Chancellor is not going to have Ray in his. Because literally and figuratively, Ray has already done enough damage. If you happen to like this episode or any episode you have heard thus far, the subscribe button is flashing like a neon sign. Click it and you can subscribe to Cold Sports with a Z. And if you want to check me out anywhere online, you can reach me on Instagram, as I said earlier, at Cold Sports with a Z. On Twitter, it's at Cold underscore Sports with a Z. On Facebook, it's at Cold Sports with a Z. You want to email me, info at Cold Sports with a Z dot com. Or you can reach me at Cold Sports with a Z dot com. And you can get any episode coldsportswithaz.com or any podcatcher that's available including iTunes slash Apple Podcasts Acast and others but I want to leave you with three things because this is what I want you all to do love yourself with all of your heart and love your neighbors yourself tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this particular program and Enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. Thank you, VIP. And this is... You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.